With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, whoa. Oh, we are live. Wow. Hey, 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 hey. Good. I thought this wasn't going to work. And it is going to work. Hallelujah. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us. We're going to go into the Bible. Every single bit of the Bible. Everything. Plus nothing, plus spirit wars, plus our testimony, because you've got to have a testimony. you, you got to have a testimony. You can't just read the Bible and not have a testimony. You have to have stories about what God has done for you. I have so many, and it's weird. It's like I get on here, and I don't really want to talk about just the stories so much for some reason. It's like, yeah, I know God is real. I know he did miracles. That's that's what he does. He's so fabulous. So amidst all the news today, all the impeachment stuff, all the Jeffrey Epstein memes, which are a big deal, don't get me wrong, the Epstein memes, that is the mainstream public waking up to the fact that the world is basically ruled by pedophiles. That is the world waking up right there. That is important. Um... Do we know about this? Yes, we already know about this for a long time, I hope. But many people do not know about this. So we need to kind of walk them through and slowly bring them to the place where they will uh, begin to understand that the world is controlled by very, very evil people. What kind of stuff do we like to talk about? We like to go into the garden of love, into the Father's house, into the presence of God, into the Bible, into more Jesus, into learning about what God is doing in the dream realm. Last night I had a dream uh, with a ghost, the wife of a friend of ours who visited us showed up in my dream. And that's all I remember. So she passed away, sadly, a long time ago. Uh, What does that mean? I don't know. But your dreams, they mean something. God can talk to you through your dreams you could actually go on missions in your dreams you can connect with the other realm in your dreams so much can happen but we don't want to really just go off on like oh this is my prophecy this is my dream this is my vision uh this is what happened to me this is what god did to confirm the word we've all had miracles where god confirmed the word wow the bible is true the word is real now what what do you do with that vision what are you going to do now that you know that that the word is true? Well, you're going to go to war is what you're going to do. You're going to fight. Fight them near demons. Um, if you know that the word is true, then you will go to war. You will. Your life will basically become a battlefield because the enemy will see you and he'll attack you. You know, it's like those old Final Fantasy games on Nintendo, like this song. The song happens whenever you walk across a field and suddenly some monster shows up out of nowhere and wants to fight you. Now, if you were a monster or if you were a dead duck, 
Monsters wouldn't want to fight you, but it's because you are alive, you're not a dead duck, that the enemy is coming after you. Let us continue to be a threat to the enemy's realm. Let us never lay down our arms, let lay down our faith. The Bible says this in Isaiah 46. Remember the former things of old, for I am God and there is none else. I am God. There is none like me. Declaring the end from the beginning and the ancient times from the ancient times, the things that shall be that are not yet done, saying, My counsel shall stand and I will do all my pleasure. Oh, yes. <clears throat> what does God want to do? That's what's going to happen. If, if it's written there in the Bible, he will do it. So why do we care about what other people think all day? You know, half the people that you are worried about right now, in about a few years, they're not even going to be in the picture. They won't even count anymore. They won't matter. Who cares what they think? Who cares that they hate your guts or they don't think you're cool or they didn't do what you wanted them to do? Even if they're your kids, whatever, or your parents. It's like what all that matters is what does God think? That is what matters. That is what you need to worry about. Well, you know, don't worry about it. Worry, worry. You should think about it as in, like, this is bigger than me. And it's it's hard to think that way when you have family around you and you're trying to do something for your boss or your work. And I'll tell you, like, the biggest booster I had in my life, I was in school Thanks to a miracle, I met uh, my Taiwanese parents in uh, Taiwan, sponsored me to go study in school again. I had originally dropped out of university to join the children of God and be a missionary. And then suddenly out of the blue, I get these amazing Taiwanese parents that just want to sponsor me and help me to go to school. And, you know, they didn't pay for everything. I still needed to work, but they paid for my tuition. And that was nice, but then, of course, you have to spend time studying, and then you have less time to work and pay for life and bills. And so it was a challenge, but um, during that time, because I was pretty much separated from everybody, I was at the time in 2009, 2010, I was dating sometimes. I was kind of involved somewhat with the family international still the the group that I was working with before but more and more they were out of the picture and I was learning about the fringe Christian movement and um, I was suddenly like in this forest studying Chinese and reading Lord of the Rings and Japanese books and just getting into the guts of Asia land, getting into the guts of Chinese. What does it mean? What is Chinese really? What are the Chinese people? It was then that I was shown that the Chinese people actually are uh, most likely they are descended from Enoch or at least their father of China was Enoch that they consider their father. His name was Fu Shi or Fu Yi. 
The Figurist missionaries discovered this. You can look up The Figurist if you want to know more about that. And slowly everything came into gear, came into vision. I started to just almost not, I won't say automatic writing because that's obviously, you know, Ouija board writing or whatever. But I just, I had this vision of a story, of a project, of a way to kind of bring bring down to earth all this information into a novelized format and to marry it with some of the adventures that I'd been having in the spirit since deciding to drop out of the universe and be a missionary for God forever to live for the gospel and live for the kingdom. And that became kind of my whole future, my whole everything and i had a chance in that forest while studying and you know studying actually helps you to get a lot of other stuff done um if you can temper that war horse and don't let that horse drive you but drive that horse you can actually use the the momentum of study and classroom environment to open up your intellect and open up your spirit and begin to learn about the kingdom realms and so what I did, I, I wrote a novel, which I finally published to Amazon recently. Um, and that novel, it's called The Kingdom Romance by Michael Basham. And you can own that novel. And if you can't afford the price, it's not very expensive. But if you can't afford it, I'll send you a PDF if you're just like, I want to know what that book says in it. Um, and it's for free on on my Patreon for anybody that's been there on, on Patreon. So anyway... It is an exploration into what is that world, what exists out there, and what is the possibility of the spirit world and Enoch and heaven and the New Jerusalem and spirit wars and fighting angels and demons and ancient beings and purgatory. cares if um, we learn all this knowledge if we can't transfer it somehow maybe nobody will care about the things that we're doing today today doesn't matter Bach you know he wrote his music in a forest in Germany and it was only discovered 80 years later by Mendelssohn who fell in love with his work and the passion of the Christ you know the passion of the Christ one of the most amazing works ever in humanity ever um, my father got saved again listening to it. The Passion of the Christ according to St. Matthew is what it's called. Listen to it. Learn the German words or get translated sub- subtitles. That is the core of the Bible. The passion that Jesus had for us, that he died for us. The love of the Father for us. The, the vision of God for humanity. The viciousness and evil of those that crucified our Lord and the patience and the grace and the mercy of our Lord what he did for us and this music it just falls short of really being a perfect heavenly example but it does endeavor it does climb the mountain at least it tries to reach the peak of glorifying God in the most holy and beautiful magnificent way and exemplifying and just lifting up his name and and 
you know, just listen to the music when the choir sings the words, surely this was the son of God. The choir that was accusing him of not being the son of God the whole time. When that part happens, oh my gosh, it is so beautiful. It is like heaven opens for a moment and just the truth, the fact, the reality of, oh my God, this must truly have been the son of God and the music and the harmonies and the glory amidst all the chaos and the tumults and the just craziness of the book of Matthew 24, 25, I guess about the crucifixion scenes, all the drama. There are these moments of just incredible depth of glory and beauty and and harmony and angel voices that make you realize that we are truly serving a most holy God who deserves our honor and our worship. And if we are suffering, well, he suffered for us first. If we are going through anything, oh my gosh, look what he went through, that his father forsook him or he said his father forsook him. I don't know if that really was the case, but he did take all the sin on himself, all the the inaccuracy all the the falling short all of the perversion and twistedness and evil and darkness he took on his body and he died so that we could be free from that do you know anybody in sin that it's like this it's this really big obvious elephant in the room like kind of sin And you're just like, man, if only this person could be better, if only they could just like be free from this issue, like they would have made the cut. They could have joined the Navy, but they just couldn't learn how to swim. All they do is flop around and splash around and pretend like they're swimming. And no, no, it's never going to cut it. They're never going to make it into the Navy. You better at least learn how to tread water doggy style, I, I guess. I mean, I would think that's a prerequisite. I haven't really thought of joining the Navy yet, but... I'm guessing you better know how to swim, at least tread water. Um, you know, you don't need that to join the FBI or the Air Force or many other organizations that I thought of working with and still do think of working with. But, you know, that inaccuracy, that sin, that that kind of falling short that's what is keeping you from making the grade from being able to be in the navy or from being able to do x y and z and that is a very practical example of what jesus took on his body his body was abused whipped for our sake to be able to go into heaven so that we can make the mark so we can be who we were meant to be And it is a military. And that's why we talk about spirit wars, because it's like, you are in the military. You are a part of God's military. It's a true thing. It really does exist. It is not a joke. It is not just a fantasy. God's military exists. So the other day we read Revelations. We read about the vials of wrath and the trumpets of tribulation and the seals. And 
Today I went for a little hike and I listened to some podcasts about, well, uh, guess who's back? It's Chris White. He came back and he's doing some really good talks about the fallacies of the pre-tribulation doctrine. I'm so proud of him. He's doing such a good job. Well, he's doing a great job. He's podcasting again. I think he, he sounds happy. And the reason that he left, he was like, I don't want to podcast if I don't have anything new to share. I don't want to just be a, a bleeping hot air balloon of talk. And that's a good reason to stop podcasting. But I don't think that's the reason we podcast. It's really about you guys connecting with you, forming a connection with the listener and asking you, begging you on our knees, tears flowing out, flooding down our face. Share the podcast. Share something that spoke to you. And if you hate it, then just ignore it. It's fine. I mean, that's your choice. But we're endeavoring to become better and better. And we always have more ideas and ways that we can reach the world with the truth. Like starter switch, like don't drop the Bible, for example. That could help you to help the world. The Bible. All right. Hallelujah. A prophet is not without honor, but in his own country and among his own kin and in his own house. You ever have trouble being a prophet? Well, in your own house, you're going to have trouble among your own country and your own people. And it's very interesting because my house, I am with honor here. I'm able to do this late at night on a work night. And I have the honor, I have the blessing of my wife and my mother-in-law, my family, my daughter. They are very, very supportive. And that's very precious to me because I've been around people that do not care at all. They're like, you loser. And it's true. If you're not aware of the truth, then everything that I'm talking about sounds crazy. Think about 10 years ago, most Democrats, if you told them like, hey, climate change is false and, you know, Obama is a CIA operative and blah, blah, blah. They'd be like, you weird person. Get out of my face. But nowadays you talk to any woke person about that and they're like, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. I, I totally I agree completely. So Jesus sent out his people. Um, he marveled at many people because of their unbelief. He marveled because of their unbelief. He did miracles, but they didn't believe. So he called the 12 and he began to send them forth two by two. That's the way to send people out. Believe me. There's a time and a place to send people out two by two. A very good way to witness is go with a Christian and walk around the town and have a bunch of tracts and have an excuse to talk to people and then get them saved. Preach the gospel. He said, in what place you enter into a house, there abide until you depart from that place. 
And whosoever shall not receive you nor hear you when you depart thence, shake off the dust under your feet for a testimony against them. Verily I say unto you, it shall be more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah in the day of judgment than for that city. You know Sodom and Gomorrah exist. You can go see them. They're in Israel next to the Dead Sea. more tolerable for Sodom and Gomorrah than for the city that rejects you. So that should tell you something about all the people that reject you and the people that they don't recognize Jesus in you. Yet, they will persecute you and fight you. So actually, that is a sign that you are manifesting Jesus where you are. If you are going through persecution, beware when all men speak well of you. Beware. Yes, that is a sign of maybe something's not so good. But when some men speak well of you, that's not bad either. So don't be afraid of some good feedback like some people are. All right, we're reading the Bible and we're jumping into the entire Bible. What is the entire Bible? It's salvation. But you've got the letters of Paul. You've got, you know, the eschatology series. And to this day, time, effort, money, power, passion, love, hate is being spent on this huge dialogue about pre-tribulation rapture or post-tribulation rapture. Which one do you believe? Of course, post-tribulation rapture. But I was just reading those scriptures yesterday and I'll tell you this. Some of those scriptures are kind of weird. You know, I don't know how it all adds up, but it might not be according to your kosher sandwich of Christianity. Churchianity usually is what it's called. Because churchianity wants your money to feed itself, feed the church, feed the pastor's salary, pay for a bunch of stuff. It's really a dead government system. And when you talk to poor missionaries like I've lived with for most of my adult life, it's strenuous, it's hard, it's taxing, it's not easy, there's a lot of work, but there's so much joy and there's so much goodness and there are so many blessings. I would recommend living with a missionary family at some point, somewhere. Will it change you completely? I don't know, I guess, like, according to what you receive from it. Um, I mean, I go into a forest, a haunted forest, and I feel like the same way I always feel so it's up to you how much you are changed how much you're affected all right well you guys there is much more to talk about in the bible I'm jumping around all over the place I'm sorry but let me bless you with this today let us bless you greatly as much as we can bless all right so so the Lord Jesus Christ, um, that he would grant you according to the riches of his glory to be strengthened with his might by his spirit in the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the depth and the height and to know the love of Christ, which passeth knowledge, that you might be filled with all the fullness of God. 
Now unto him that is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think, according to the power that worketh in us, unto him be glory in the church of Christ, Jesus, throughout all ages, world without end. Amen. So Chris White is back. Um, Amazing podcast to listen to about the end time. Really, really cool stuff. He's actually going to be on the Iron Show pretty soon, too. So the Iron Show, Iron Sharpeneth Iron, and Man Sharpeneth Man. And that's really true, because I can sit here and I can rant for like two hours. Right now, recently, it's been so late. I haven't been able to go more than like half an hour. But it's important to keep the path. And um, wherever you're stationed in the kingdom of God, just... Just hang in there. New orders are coming soon. All I can say is God has a bigger plan for us than just to sit in some church somewhere and just rot like a rotten apple. No Sherry Bob. Here's an argument to be a mystic. Know the love of Christ which passeth knowledge. Wow. Maybe we don't have everything figured out. Maybe it's okay to just know God's love, which passeth knowledge. Maybe the first no is the no as in like Adam knew his wife. Just know the spirit of God. You don't have to get all weird and homo with this. It's just like come to Jesus, know him let him know you and see what is birthed out of that see what he does see what happens in your life when you begin to identify with the new Jerusalem Um, you don't have to identify as like one of 57 genders just identify with and as the new Jerusalem and watch what happens that is a great mystery not too many Christians will talk about that even myself Alrighty, let's continue into the spirit, guys. Hallelujah. If we suffer, we shall also reign with him. 2 Timothy 2, 12. But if we deny him, he will also deny us. So don't deny the Lord. Or he will deny you. I don't want him to deny me. I want to have the amazing riches of heaven. I know that every little tiny bit that God gives me to give him, I I mean, me to give, whatever. I mean, every step you take for God, he takes 10 steps for you. He will receive you. All right, guys, go into the spirit of God. Pray for me too, because I need to go into the spirit of God more. And um, thank you for joining along and uh, hope you're having a good day. Wow. We only did, we did under half an hour today. Wow, that's that's pretty short. I have to say that is very short. That's a record, maybe. All right, bless you. Good night.